0: Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today, I'm just going to talk from my heart. Every once in a while, putting things together, quoting other verses, quoting other newspaper articles, putting it in a PowerPoint, just doesn't really get it across. So this has been on my heart all morning long that I need to talk from the heart, and I need to just tell you some things. Um, And the whole point is, when this trouble hits, we don't want to be scared. We don't want to be biting our nails, crawling up into a fetal position, sucking our thumb. We don't want to be scared. I think nobody wants to be scared. I know some people think the way to not be scared is to ignore it until it hits, I don't believe that. I think that the way not to be scared is to have Jesus in your heart. Get as close as you possibly can to him. Get prepared as you possibly can. And if your objective is to try to live a long time, I think you have the wrong objective. Now, don't get me wrong. I want to live a long time. That is, up until the time it's time for Jesus to call me home. I want to do my work. When my work is done, then he can call me home. I don't want to be called home before my work is done. My objective is not to live a long life. My objective is to serve the Lord Jesus. And I think that's your heart too. And I'm going to be talking from a heart, and I think you will say yes and amen to the things I'm talking about. But this is a bit of a heart check today. This is a bit of a check up from the neck up to see if we've got stinking thinking when it comes to getting prepared for the last days. So, today I'm going to ask you to think it through. We know, I mean, 34 different prophecies, dreams, visions, audible voices, investigations, 34 different witnesses say that there's suitcase nukes in America. And at least one of them says the number's 35. 35 suitcase nukes. And we have had, oh my goodness, well here, let me flip down, I've got it here. We've got 11 prophecies that say the dollar's going to fall. We've got 14 prophecies say there's going to be a food shortage. 17 say that there's going to be an earthquake, meteor tsunami caused. 34 say suitcase nukes are coming, and 7 say that the Russians are going to attack us in a surprise nuclear attack. So, for just a minute... So that we don't get in fear, so we don't get scared, but instead, when we see this, instead of saying doggone, we say hot dog. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to see the bad times come, at least not if they're right, in the right attitude. But at the same time, we've got to look at the better part of it. And the better part of it is right now there's a whole lot of people that have not accepted Jesus and don't want to hear about it. What they have heard, they don't like, they disagree with it, but a lot of their names are in the book of life. I remember in, and this is the reason I've got to just talk from my heart because I've got so many things in my heart I've just got to share. I remember one of the things that Demetrius told from one of the angels, he said that he saw a scroll, he saw names written on the scroll, And some of them had stars beside their names. And Demetrius said, what are these that have stars beside their names? He said, those are the people whose seed of repentance has been sent to their heart, but they've not repented, they've not accepted Jesus yet. Meaning, their name's in the book of life, but they don't know it. And there's a lot of folks in America in that particular situation. Their name's in the book of life, but they're running from God. I mean, I'm going to guess that probably most people watching from one time or another ran from God or would say that they didn't know God. So it's our call to try to warn them. And that's one of the points I want to make today. So there's 35 suitcase nukes. That means that there's a high probability that one is going to hit close enough to you to destroy your world. And it doesn't have to hit too close. For one thing, you got an EMP going out that's going to fry computer chips. A lot of cars and a lot of computers, refrigerators, things like that, are going to go dead. Think about this. That big old water tower holding all your water, that's a big antenna. And that's going to pick up that EMP pulse from a long way off. And it's going to fry all the computer chips attached with it. And that probably means that it, you're not gonna be getting any water out of it as soon as it drains. Not gonna be filling back up. It also means that all of those wires out there that are carrying our electricity right now are really big antennas. And they're gonna pick up that EMP pulse, and it's gonna route them right down to exactly the bad place, and it's gonna put it out of business. Now, the problem is, these electrical grids are quite sophisticated. And what is making the electricity, distributing the electricity, monitoring the electricity are all very, very complicated, and I'm told that many of the parts have to be ordered and take two or three years, and that's when the economy is working right, two or three years to get that part back in, meaning probably when those suitcase nukes go off, probably we will lose all of our electricity, probably nationwide or close to it. And probably, we will never see it again. So, let's take that. Let's talk about that a second. So, the electricity goes off. Doesn't make any difference whether it's nationwide or not. But if it's in your area, your neighborhood, what do you do? So, if it's summertime, believe it or not, you can live with the heat. (laughs) I found out in Honduras, you can live with the heat. It's misery, but you can live without air conditioning. But... A lot of people won't live without heating. If that natural gas, if that propane's not there being burned and circulated in the house, there's going to be some people die. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, it's probably just the old folks. No, actually, it's probably the young folks too. How much would it break our heart to put our little baby down and wake up the next morning and find out they froze to death in the night? Stan, you're trying to scare us? I'm, I'm I'm saying, brothers and sisters, this is not a joke. It's time to think it through. It's time to get really serious with this stuff. There's about to be mass panic. 35 suitcase nukes hit. One guy saw eight of them go off in New York City right around the financial district. In other words, New York would probably be dead. But it's not just dead in terms of electricity. Yes, there would be a lot of people dead. But I mean, in terms of commerce, nobody would want to buy anything made in, on, or around New York City ever again because they'd be afraid it's it's nuclear. Electricity's down. That means there's no light, no heater cool, no refrigerators. It means that we go back 100 years ago. And I don't know about you, but I mean, I have skinned one deer in my life. I do, I probably could. I've been deer hunting. I've got a deer rifle. But the problem is, when you put millions of people out into the woods and they're all looking for deer, there ain't going to be no deer after two or three days. I know what you're thinking. Oh, yeah, well, I I, I can fish. Okay, yeah, well, you put millions of people out there in all the, the streams and the lakes within a couple of weeks, there ain't no fish. So... I'm trying to say, it's not a joke. Probably, death of a ministry is to say something that doesn't come to pass. So I'm not saying God told me. But I'm saying my best guess is, 24 is going to be a really bad year. We've talked about it. Probably, Palestinians get a state. Probably, America would be split down the middle. Probably the dollar will fall. Probably there'll be people out protesting. Probably all of the checks from the government stop. Probably there's going to be these suitcase nukes go off. Probably, probably. All kinds of things about to happen, my brothers and sisters. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to say the Lord told Leslie, no one can prepare for every eventuality. They can't. But he told her, he told them to prepare as much as they possibly can. And that's one of the points I want to make today. First preparation, you've got to ask Jesus to forgive your sins. And I'm assuming that there are some people that are watching here. You got this video sent to you from someone that has watched it. And perhaps you got it because you haven't accepted Jesus. Perhaps you're angry at God. I don't know what the situation is, but I'm telling you, you better get Jesus in your heart. You better ask him to forgive your sins. You better do it real soon. So, electricity goes off, suitcase nukes hit. Okay, well, first of all, the suitcase nukes hit. Cars don't start. Nobody needs gasoline because (laughs) their car, they can't even open the door to their car. Everybody's walking. That means that shortly, the bad guy's going to figure out the police aren't going to come after him anymore. And we've seen them breaking into all kinds of stores and and looting and robbing and uh, we're talking about an evil that our nation has been able to keep in check. But if you want to see how evil it is, just look at the votes. okay? So they say uh, that that Biden got more votes than Trump, or maybe Trump got more votes. that's not the point. The fact is that there's around fifty percent of the people in America that are apparently not Christians because they voted Democrat in my p- opinion. A a Christian could never vote Democrat, in my opinion. That means that roughly half of our nation is some pretty evil people. We've seen them out burning and looting buildings, people, beating people up. Those kind of things are coming. So you'll probably have food for maybe a week. Then the refrigerator goes warm. Got to throw it all out. Remember these active prophecies. In my particular case, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know what's coming. Frankly, neither do you. No one knows exactly what they're going to need to prepare for the things coming. So what I did is I walked around probably for three days, constantly, Lord, show me what I need to do to get prepared. Now, this is what he laid on my heart. It might not be what he lays on your heart. But what I'm trying to get you to do is understand this is not a joke anymore. We're probably, in 24, by the time the end of 24 hits, we're going to be living in a very miserable world, a miserable life. You can forget about a lot of the very, very nice things we've enjoyed in the past. Here's what some of the things I've done. Again, I'm not telling you to do it, but I have a 10 by 30 storage area filled with wheat, floor to ceiling, and it's all boxed up. And it's good for 25 years. Why? Well, of course, I can't eat all that wheat. I'm planning to feed a whole lot of folks around me. I have a little gold and a little bit more silver. I have propane tanks. And I have heaters for them. I can heat my home with no electricity. I also have backup meds and pills. I could open up that cabinet right behind me and you would be shocked. All of the pills I have because I'm, I'm prepared, at least much as I can be. I believe that God arranged for me to discover that wheat is his famine food. The whole world lived off of wheat for seven years. I think wheat is God's famine food. There is not one food that a human body can consume for their entire lifetime that gives them all the nutrients they need. But in my opinion, wheat probably comes the closest. And for that, I will send you over to josephkitchen.com right here. Joseph'sKitchen.com. I believe that God had me start that company because He wants to give His people the best way to have famine food. And I believe Joseph Kitchen got it. And so what you do there is you go to Joseph Kitchen. I'm not prepared. I don't think I'm prepared to show you where it is here. Let me look here. Maybe I can find it. Ah, what you do is buy yourself a machine package. That's the gizmo to grind the wheat berries into flour, and also you put the ingredients along with the five other ingredients into a bread machine. Push a button, two hours, twenty minutes later, you have a nice hot steaming, wonderful tasting whole wheat bread. Very good for you. One loaf feeds one person for one week. About then you want to get The food, one person a year, two people a year, four people for a year, or six people for a year. All of that, Joseph Kitchen, they're ready to ship it out right now, and they have it in stock. A lot of these long-term storage, they've been out. They've been out for a long time. So let's look a week down the road. Let's say that the suitcase nukes went off yesterday. In the next week, what is it going to look like? Well, first... (laughs) Everybody is shocked. What happened? They they don't have any answers. And because all the electricity's off, they're not getting any answers. There's probably no cell phones, no internet, no TV, no radio, nothing. No news. And so people start getting they're scared out of their mind. They don't know what's going on. A lot of them will pack up and think that they're gonna go downtown. And they go out to start their car, and this car won't start. So they're in, the first thing is absolute, total panic and pandemonium. Chaos. Chaos like America has never seen. We've never had to deal with persecution like this. So there's chaos. And then before long, anger sets in. What is going on? And then the bad guys. The sun goes down. The bad guys say, hey, this is what we've been looking for. So they go looting. And that goes on in a polite way for the first few days. But about week two, we start getting everybody short on food and water. Because the pipes no longer have water in them. And so they go to the swimming pools. And that's probably okay for a little while. But after a week or two, that starts turning green. And probably it's got all kinds of pollutants in it. That's a big problem. So week two... Food and water is really big, really hard. I think that the gangs haven't started roving yet in the in the week two because the food and water is still around. But about three, four, and maybe five weeks later, for sure, five weeks later, now the food, the easy food, the easy water, it's all gone. Now, who do you think is going to get the food and water first? And the answer is... The bad guys, the ones that are willing to kill or to beat up to get it, the small people, the young people, the weak people, they can go without. And there'll be some people, and we're not talking about the millions of people got killed in the 35 suitcase nukes that went off, uh, or the people that died from the radiation within a few days to a few weeks. All of that's Unbelievable. And, of course, the back hose aren't running, so they can't bury them easily. And so there's probably huge bonfires where they're burning the bodies. I mean, Stanley, you're trying to scare us to death. Frankly, I don't like thinking about this either. But this is, I can't say God told me to say all this. But that's what I do every day. I search my heart. I look in my heart. Not in my head. I don't think it through. I look in my heart. Lord, what do you want to say? And that's the prayer. What do you want to say today? What kept coming to me is to just talk to you and help people to think it through. Help us all to think it through. Yes, there's some hard times coming. But yes, there's also some very good times. So... The roaming gangs start going out. And there's prophecies, say, they go from neighborhoods. They go to the rich neighborhoods. not go to the poor neighborhoods. Go to the rich neighborhoods. And they go in. And yes, there's going to be stealing, food, water. There's going to be raping. There's going to be some bad things going on. And those people that can protect themselves are much better off than those people who said, well, I don't need any of that stuff. Okay, well, you know. I understand. Uh, I've I prayed when I've got my protection. I said, Lord, I don't want to ever, I, I won't say the word, I don't want to ever have to aim it at a beating heart because I'm a soul winner. I don't want to hurt people, but it may come to that. But I'm going to be praying that God is going to see to it that it doesn't. Now let's go to the next level here. Some place in there, the prophecies say that the church rises with healing in its wings. In other words, I think a lot of the pre-trib pastors, the pre-trib churches, all of a sudden those bubbles are all burst. And the pastors ask for forgiveness, and hopefully a lot of the congregation members ask them for that forgiveness and do forgive them. Forgive them because they misunderstood. But 35 suitcase notes go off. And there's no more (laughs) pre-trip. There's no more pre-trip. The cities, not the woods, the cities, the the big churches become cities of refuge. I think we'll see Christians band together and they will start. This is what the prophecies have got. Several prophecies say that they would say that if you, you can come into the city, but you see those rules over there and they'll point to the Ten Commandments. So you've got to follow those rules. You don't follow those rules, we're going to kick you out. And there's a lot of people had a lot of difficulty following them, but they wanted to stay in there. They wanted to stay in there, yes, for the food and water, but probably even more so from the protection, protection from the gangs. And you might say, are, are there really gangs? Oh, yeah. Let me show you a scripture. Revelation nine twenty, And the rest of the men which are not killed by these plagues, Yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone of wood, which can neither see, hear, nor walk. Now, here's the gang part. Neither repented they of their murderers, of their sorceries, that smoke and dope, nor of their fornication, that's screwing every woman that walks any way they want. I mean, just put it bluntly. Okay, Nor of their thefts. So, Verse 21 is a pretty good description of gangs. Gangs. All kinds of skin colors. Evil. Evil that forces their way, and they get what they want. If they don't get what they want, they just kill them. Now, let's go back here. So, at this point, there's a lot of people that want to get into the cities of refuge, uh, Shane, Warner, I believe it was, says that he saw that churches, the miracles, returned to the churches. And people went to the cities of refuge, and they went to the churches because the churches were the only ones that had food. And I know why that's going to happen, but I really shouldn't talk about it. But I believe God has arranged to get provision to churches. And the secular people, they're going to have to go to the churches because churches, the government won't have any food. What government won't have? They want government won't have, nor do they want to have. The solution, the churches, they're going to be the ones that have the protection, the food, the water, and the miracles. You remember I told you, August the eighth, twenty fifteen, Saturday night. Lord, what do I say for the sermon tomorrow morning? And I heard words, I said, "As the judgment hits, so will my miracles, miracles like no one has seen." going all the way back to Adam and Eve. You tell them, I will never leave them nor forsake them. As the judgment hits, so will my miracles. And he said, I'll never leave them nor forsake them. As the devil shows up, I'm going to meet him, inch for inch, step for step, pound for pound, everything the devil does, I'm going to meet him. Meaning, when the devil shows up with lying signs and wonders, God is going to show up with these real miracles. When the devil shows up with the mark of the beast, God is going to show them the real Ark of the Covenant. When the devil pulls out his Ten Commandments of the Antichrist, God is going to show them the real Ten Commandments given to Moses. He's going to meet him, inch for inch, step for step, pound for pound, everything. But understand that near the end, giants, technology we've never seen before, Weapons we've never seen before. You could say it's alien technology, but the aliens are really just fallen angels, or they are Nephilim or giants, whatever you want to call them. But it's technology that humans have never seen before. And these giants, according to several of the prophecies, several people have dreams and visions. In order to kill a giant, you got to hit him in the head with a high-powered rifle. They can see in the dark, run like a deer, they can smell like a deer, and you can shoot them all day long with you know your nine millimeter, maybe even three fifty sevens, and won't take them out. And like their skin is like armadillo skin, and it just doesn't even penetrate it. Uh, we're gonna have to deal with that. We also have to deal with Russians that have their troops on the ground. We've seen people have dreams and visions of people being rounded up, and if they resisted. They just shot them and left him dead. They're rounded up. They're put into these barbed wire prison camps. And, of course, you know where it's ultimately heading. Either you take the mark or you lose your head. Maurice Scholar saw that there were many people that went into these little kiosk-looking things. And in there, if they decided to accept the mark of the beast, then they had that burned into their forehead and or their hand. And if they didn't, then there was some kind of a laser like just, just instantly just cut their head off. And he said those that went in, if they came out, they were like zombies. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to say that, I'll put it this way. You know, some people would say, Stan, how do you stand it? You have the most negative job in the world, <laughs> talking about the end of the world, talking about all these bad things every day, but I love it. And in, in forty years of studying Bible prophecy, neither me nor my wife, nor any of our children, have ever had a bad dream about us being arrested, about us being beaten or tortured or put in behind barbed wire camps. None of that. We have ne- we have never had that. I think it's because God is going to protect us. See, I think, this is my opinion, ones that are ready, that are looking forward to serving the Lord in that time, I think God's going to protect them. I think they're going to be the ones, like Dana Covetstone saw, that are running around with enthusiasm, with a good attitude, helping the people that were desperate. That's us. I don't want the bad times to come, but also understand they have to come. Because they didn't come, I mean, if Jesus were to return right now, there would be a whole lot fewer people saved. So what he's going to do is put the world through increasing difficulty as travail upon a woman with a child and they shall not escape. In other words, the difficulty, like a woman with a child, gets harder and closer and harder and closer and harder and closer, harder and closer until finally Jesus returns. And the purpose is to pull the rug of wonderful living out from under us, especially America. Um, for she saith in her heart, I said a queen, and am no widow, and she'll see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. There's another part of it, which it's not coming to me right now, but How much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart. That's what it says That, So America, we're the most blessed nation, but also to whom much is given, much is required. And because much is given to us, much is required. And he is about to exact that punishment on those people whose grandparents were Christians, their parents were Christians, their brothers and sisters were Christians, But they ran away from Jesus, started sinning and doing wickedly, as the angel told Dimitri, God is going to hold them accountable even more. So, let me close with something positive. If you really want to serve the Lord, a lot of people that have not listened, didn't want to hear, are about to start listening. I believe that there's going to be more people saved between now and the end of the tribulation than perhaps in the last hundred years. A lot of people. This trouble has to come to get their attention, to get them to accept Jesus. Jesus knows exactly how to bring it, exactly how to get their attention. My point today is, get prepared. Ask Jesus to forgive your sins. Get yourself food, water, provisions, meds. Get all ready, get all prepared. I love you. I don't want us to be in line begging for food. Instead, I want to be us in line giving out food. And so here's what I suggest you do. Go to Joseph's Kitchen. I, it's bread. I mean, I have bread for my most all of my breakfast and my lunch is a slice of bread. You wanna go to Joseph Kitchen. What you wanna do is get this machine package right here. That's all of the gizmos you need to actually make the bread. Then the supplies are like this. Food for one person one year, two people a year, four people a year, six people a year. They're ready to ship it out right now. They've got all of this stuff. They're not out of anything. They can ship it to you. And there's videos and there's also recipes to show you how to make all kinds of bread recipes. I think I would call bread famine food. In the days of Joseph and the pyramids, seven years of plenty followed by seven years of famine. And what was it that fed the year or the world for seven years? The answer, wheat. Wheat. And that's what Joseph Kitchen sells, wheat. Wheat is, uh, there's not a perfect food. In other words, one food where a person could eat nothing but this food their whole life. But probably weed comes the closest. So recommend you go to Joseph Kitchen. Get yourself stocked up. So what is an EMP Shield device? It's a device you can put on your car and your house that in an EMP attack is supposed to stop the attack. And if you go to EMPshield.com and if you use the promo code PROPHECY, They give you a $50 discount. They also have videos up there. Shows you how to install it on your car and your house and everything. And it's not difficult at all. I've got one of them right here. Red goes to red. Black goes to black. Green goes to the car, uh, body of your car. And you just peel it off the back, stick it under there. got another device that goes on your house. So not complicated. Take you about 10 minutes to put them in. So empshield.com promo code is PROPHECY. Rule number one, make sure your name is written in the book of life. Rule number one, ask Jesus to forgive your sins. That's the most important thing, most important thing, most important thing. Number two, most important thing, whatever happens, do not take that mark of the beast. You take that mark of the beast, you can cut your hand off, you can chisel off your forehead, but you're going to spend all eternity with the beast, the false prophet, and a thousand years later Lucifer joins them and all the other people that take the mark of the beast, and there is no hope of escape. You are tormented. That means you're in total pain. It means that your body, although it's not a body of flesh, whatever it is, your body is totally being burned for all eternity, and there is no stopping it, there is no escaping it, Whatever happens, you do not want to take that mark of the beast, which, by the way, I would recommend you go to prophecyclub.com and get my book, "Miss the Mark. As a matter of fact, it's sold so much, we are, I think, now going into the fifth printing. This book is simple. It only takes about three hours to read. If you, It's designed to give to someone that's not a Christian, doesn't know Jesus, had not read the Bible. Give to anybody out there. If they'll read the first few pages, they'll probably finish the book. If they finish the book, I don't care what God they used to have, they're not going to take that mark of the beast. <laughs> and chances are very strong they'll receive Jesus. So for that, I would send you to prophecyclub.com. One for 20, and you'll have to check and get the, I mean, the, whatever the other prices are. I will say this, they just went up substantially on our printing price. And so guess what? No surprise. We had to go up on our prices too. But nevertheless, not about money. It's about winning souls.